everybody. This is Hop Culture. We're the Hopkins sisters, Claire, Grace, Anne, and Tess, four sisters living in different time zones, recapping our lives, giving each other unsolicited advice, and hopefully giving you a laugh in the process. Who knows, if you stick around, we might even touch on something substantial along the way. Hey. hey! Thank you all for tuning into episode 97 of Hop Culture. Um, we are returning from a month long break that we took in December, and we are so excited to be back. We were chatting before we started recording, and we were just like genuinely excited to start the podcast again. So, thank you guys so much for sticking with us through, through the break. Um, and we're just excited to talk a little bit about how we're heading into 2023. Um, but we thought it would be fun to do kind of a catch up, um, just general catch up from the last month, from Christmas, etc., um, to start things off today. So it'll be kind of a casual episode. Um, and the number one piece of news is obviously that Tess had her baby. Woohoo! Yes, I did. <laughs> I'm so, okay. We had little Gwen. She is here she's precious she's i'm sorry i didn't i didn't crap. let me think <laughs> no, she's she's precious i, I was I waiting for more adjectives because yeah i i don't know what to say about her because she is just a happy sleepy little baby well could you tell us a little bit about you don't have to do like the details but maybe a little bit about her birth story Oh, yeah. I don't know. Whatever you want to yeah. share. It was very calm. I had an elective induction and it went great. <laughs> we had, so there was like a time when they had me on Pitocin, which is like what puts you into labor. And I was having really horrible contractions. Um, but the anesthesiologist couldn't come to do an epidural for a couple of hours. So, I was just in tons of pain and Luke was like, what can I do? What can I do? And I was like, I was just like, no talk, no touch. (laughs) (laughs) He was just standing standing to the side, like apologetic. Um, But it was other than those two hours, it was very calm. Once I got the epidural, everything went really smooth and she was born at like 4 p.m. She had tons of hair and she's just the sweetest little thing. We had kind of a stressful couple of weeks when she was first born because Luke was in the middle of finals, um, which if you can time your baby's arrival to not be in final season, it's probably a good idea. So that was a little stressful, but now we're just, we've had a great Christmas and yeah, yeah, we've had a great month. She's officially four weeks old. As of tomorrow. She looks just like Tess. Like, Mm -hmm. almost startlingly so. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Maybe Luke's family, I don't know, does Luke's family say she looks like you? Or maybe they see more of him. No, they all said she looked like... I think his mom, one of the first things that she said about Gwen was like, that's a Hopkin baby. (laughs) It's true. (laughs) She is a little Hopkin. (laughs) Yeah, she looks just like Tess. So, it's so cute. Like... I don't know. Sometimes newborns 
they kind of just look like a little squish, you know, but like mm-hmm. she really like the very first picture, it was like, oh my word, she looks just like yeah. Tess, like Tess's nose All and Tess's mouth. features. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's adorable. It's to come out with. Yeah. She, it was pretty surprising. I felt like Luke had the more, I feel like I don't look in the mirror and think I have like really distinctive features. Mm-hmm. So I couldn't picture like a little mini version of me. But then once she was here, I was like, oh, I do have features mm-hmm. <laughs> to pass on. Yeah, she's so adorable. So we can't wait to meet her. Um, but obviously, you know, it's got to be a huge adjustment. Like, I say that as if I've never done it. <laughs> like, I know it's a, <laughs> yeah. it's a huge yeah, you adjustment. <laughs> your, first, your first baby especially. So I think you handled it uh, very well, especially considering that Luke is, like, super busy. I am flattered um, you think that because I Claire got some very sad mi- middle of the night phone calls from <laughs> from me. Well, we all have our <laughs> our sad times. So, um, and you know, you you may have you may have more ahead of you. I don't want to be depressing, but uh, I'm sure that's true. <laughs> Grace, tell us about your trip. Yeah, I went to Peru to visit our parents, and it was awesome. It was so cool. They're, they are in Iquitos, which is... Uh, it's kind of like it easternish, right? Yeah, it's sort of like northeastern Peru. It's very jungly. Yeah, it was hot. It was humid. I don't know. It was a lot of fun. It was awesome visiting them as an only child because we just did whatever <laughs> I wanted. And so like... They took me on a fishing tour on the Amazon and like, we just did anything I wanted. They bought me souvenirs. Like, it was like no trip I've experienced before. I was remembering when we were little and we'd go on trips and we'd be like, everyone has to share (laughs) one Fanta. (laughs) There I would be like, I want one of those coconuts with the hole in it where you drink the coconut water. And they're like, okay. And like, they just stop and immediately (laughs) get me one. Anything I wanted they just immediately stop wow. and buy it for me. So wow. I, yeah. Maybe that's enough to tempt me to try going to Peru if <laughs> I'd get exactly what I want when I want. Sounds pretty great. Well, I can't can't make mm-hmm. promises if you You've bring got me <laughs> quite a posse. Um, are you going to talk about your drama in Peru? I don't know. I don't <laughs> know if you want to talk about it the or not. You don't have to go into the details <laughs> if you don't, I don't want think to. I got to hear this story. Please. Every, every once in a while, I just get flashbacks oh, to being cave. in the cave. Oh, <laughs> it changed me. I so I got really sick when I was there. I was, well, I got a couple kinds of sick because I was sick for like four or five days, just like sick to my stomach, felt queasy, just was like wanting to lay down. Meanwhile, my mom was sick. She had more like a fever and chills and like, cold symptoms and stuff. But we were feeling bad for dad because he had been like for the last couple of days, like we hadn't gone and done any of the stuff that, that he thought we were going to do. And so they're like, do you want to go? There's this cave or we have this, this other place where like it's beautiful water and you can go swimming. And I was like, well, I didn't really feel up to swimming. And I guess I didn't know enough about what the cave was going to be. I thought maybe <laughs> cave can mean a lot of things, you know, mm-hmm. cave can mean you're going to go and you're just going to like walk into a cave and kind of look around. And it's Mm -hmm. like, I was like, yeah, let's do the cave. Mm -hmm. And so we went and they hand us hard hats with lights and rubber boots to put on. And I was like, oh no. 
So I put him on and I was I was just kind of like hunched sitting waiting for like the tour to start and then mom was sit- <laughs> sitting hunched too just kind of like almost rocking back and forth cuz she was also oh, really no. sick. And then we but we just like I don't know, we were trying to be good sports. We we felt bad for dad so we went ahead with it. By the time I was in the middle of the cave like we we're halfway through, I don't know what came over me. Tess, you've passed out. You know the feeling <laughs> when you're about to pass out where like you suddenly get really hot, mm-hmm. just like hotter than you've ever been oh. and like just dizzy and like mm-hmm. woozy and confused and like sick, like you're going to throw up. So I was like going to pass out. It was so scary. Oh, no. And I was like kind of panicking and sort of almost like hyperventilating because I was just so scared of passing out in the middle of a cave because it wasn't like. There was no way a paramedic or anyone could get through because it was the kind of cave where you had to like sit down and like shimmy under things. Oh, that sounds like, horrible. Kind of oh, why would they take squeeze there? through like, narrow canals and things? Like it oh. was a really edit. And then I threw up and I felt a lot better. And then we kept going <laughs> and the waves, the waves of heat and confusion came over me again. So we stopped and I threw up again. <laughs> oh, great. And then oh, we kept gosh. going and like we finally made it through, but. That was it was like genuinely traumatic. Like I I think about it every once like I said, I'll think about it and I'll be back in the cave and I'm like panicked. Mm-hmm. Like I start panicking and my chest seizes up and I'm like terrified. Oh Isn't there some kind of like psychological thing about like being in the cave? Like, isn't that a thing? You're talking about Plato's cave? Yeah, is it Plato? <laughs> yeah, it's Plato, right? Yeah. I think that's like enlightenment or something. I don't, I don't know if it's the trauma. Yeah, somehow I grace. I lost enlightenment. Yeah, <laughs> so I'm like, I'm now back in the cave. Yeah, out of it. Mm-hmm. You've receded. <laughs> that's horrible. Doesn't sound like you'll be spelunking anytime soon. No, it'll t- it'll take me some months to ever think about mm-hmm. it and doing it again. I'm glad that you went to Peru first, and now we know to choose swimming. Well, I didn't have a baby or go to, you know, a new foreign country, but I did win a giveaway over the break. And I just feel Wait, like I didn't know that. You really didn't? No. Where no, been? The Bestie Box. Is that the Best Friend Box? Yeah. Oh, the Bestie Box. Mm-hmm. I forgot. Yeah, you know about the Bestie Box. So I know about the Bestie Box. I feel like I need to address it. I didn't know how you got it. I think I thought mm-hmm. you bought the bestie box. Like it was like a that would be. What are those like things? I'm really disappointing. Yeah, like a. Well, what is it? A Fab Fit f- Fun or whatever those were that everyone oh, was like really into. Yeah. I mean, it could be kind like, of like yeah, that. One of those curated boxes. Mm-hmm. No, the, so when I was sending pictures of what I got, that's what you thought. I you thought I purchased all that stuff. No, you know how curated boxes well, yeah. are a mystery? That's you true. You pay like 20 bucks and it's like $50 worth of stuff. I guess it's true. It did kind of have that vibe. So no, I'll explain. So, um, and then I have like a philosophical question for everybody. <laughs> so I um, got an Instagram a couple weeks ago and had been tagged by the account Fulm House, which is Kelsey and Caleb Fulmer. And they're like a popular husband and wife content creator duo, if you're not familiar. It was like, at Claire Mizukawa, like, you're our Bestie Box winner. Like, DM us your address. And I was like, what? Like, I had no idea that I had, like, entered a giveaway. 
Um, I was so excited and I was like, this is so shameful. But I was searching high and low to figure out what a bestie box was. I was like looking on their on their like account and stuff. And I was like, where is it? Is there like a highlight bubble that says like bestie box or something? I was like, what's a bestie box? But I figured it was kind of like that, just like a fun little package with some like random surprises, you know? Um, but I was like, how did, like, I don't really comment on their account. Like I was like, how did I get entered into this? And I realized you guys are going to die when you know what it was. Um, I had commented on a reel. It was an ad that they did about Fred Meyer. And I was like, I love Fred Meyer. I grew up shopping there. It's like my favorite (laughs) store. I know, I know, I know, I know. Don't you have enough friends to be commenting on ads? Well, that's okay. And about Fred Meyer. And about Fred Meyer. I know an ad about Fred Meyer. Yeah, when I was a kid, that's probably that's probably why they picked me. So. Yeah, I realized that it was a thing. Of- who, wait, <laughs> who is commenting enough on influencers' stories and posts to, that they inadvertently enter a giveaway? I know. Well, I'll get back to that. So, yeah, I figured out what it is, is like, and I've seen other influencers do this where, you know, they want to encourage engagement. And so they'll instead of having it be like, here's a post about a giveaway, it's just whoever comments you know, in the last week on any of their content, they will like enter them into a giveaway. So I had inadvertently entered this giveaway and I felt like it was fitting that my pick me girl comment about Fred Meyer was literally a pick me for a giveaway. Um, So this brought up, and I want to walk carefully into this because as carefully as if I were traversing a treacherous cave filled with vomit. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, it wasn't that much vomit. Because the thing is, is like, we, I'm like, I don't want to sound like I'm like making fun of people commenting on influencers posts because we want people to comment on our Instagram posts. <laughs> we just don't consider ourselves influencers because we just don't have a lot of followers. But like, you know, I don't want to make it sound like, oh, that's so cringe because I'm like, well, we want people to engage with us, you know? Yeah. As a group of people who are planning, I'm sure to do some sort of giveaway mm-hmm. in the next few months that involves a winner of someone who's commented in the last week, this exact strategy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We don't really have a lot of room to make fun. Well, of them. yeah, exactly. The three of you who've been laughing at me, clearly I am a person of the people. I am in the trenches with everyone else. I am commenting. I am trying to win the giveaways. So I'm not making fun of you. It's Grace Ann and Tess, if anyone. Not no. even really Tess, mostly just Grace and Ann. <laughs> We're making I fun of the don't people. Think, I don't ever see anybody else, like even people I know, you know, that have commented on influencers' posts and think like, oh, that's pathetic or like that's so cringe. It's just Claire. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's just we me. Just have to well, tease. well, there's a specific if I saw way that Claire does commenting it. Okay. about Fred Meyer, <laughs> I would, I, I would laugh. Yeah, and probably a lot of people did see that comment because you know when 
you follow someone and it like shows their comment, mm-hmm. you know, at the top. Mm-hmm. And I learned, okay, so I reposted like the little story that I'd won. You guys, I have never gotten so many responses to anything I've posted <laughs> on Instagram ever, including like the birth of my children. I probably got like 20 DMs on that thing. People were so kind. People were so excited because so nice. yeah, for one thing, everyone loves Fulham House. So a lot of people were like, oh my gosh, I love them. I have one friend who knows them <laughs> in real life Whoa. because, well, they live in Rexburg, Idaho. So we all know someone who's from Rexburg, Idaho. Like one, I actually probably know like eight people from Rexburg, Idaho, but you know, it's, it's all, it's, it's a small world, but uh, yeah, a lot of people were like, Oh, I'm like so excited someone actually won a giveaway. Wow, I didn't think people really won these, you know. So I think people just were heartwarmed to see that like it could happen to anyone, you know, like anyone mm-hmm. could win a giveaway at some point in time. Well, and it couldn't have happened to a person who would be any more excited than you. I was absolutely over the moon. It completely made my week. Um, I was like waiting every day, like hoping my bestie box would come because I was just like so excited to see what it was. And I even like told the girls, like when it came, I was like, oh, it's my bestie box. And they, the girls were like, <laughs> I was calling it that like kind of ironically. I hope everyone knows. Like, you know, I just kept calling it that like ad nauseum. But like Penny was like, oh, yeah, it's from your bestie. Like, <laughs> They like, totally got in, uh, into it. Um, but uh, yeah, it was really cute. But that is my question is like, is at what point, like an account like ours that's like, doesn't have a lot of followers. We're no one special. I would hope, yeah, no one would like, we're so grateful when anyone comments on anything on our Instagram. But like, at what level is it kind of like, no, I'm not going to comment. Like, at what level of celebrity would you be like, no, this is, I'm not going to be commenting on like, you know, Kim Kardashian's I've never commented Instagram. on something of someone that I didn't know personally. In real life. Okay. Mm-hmm. Wow. I feel like. Never? I've maybe commented to win a giveaway. Mm. But like Grace probably really like tagged somebody. Any of our. I don't think stuff? so. Yeah, Grace comments sometimes. really a commenter. If I see it, I comment, but I'm. Yeah, I'm almost never on Instagram. I'll throw a comment in every once in a while. Mm-hmm. I feel like if it's someone, I don't know, obviously if it's someone I know, even if their account is really big, I would comment. Or if it's like a podcast or some, I don't know, someone who really is interacting with you where you kind of feel like you know them pretty well, then then I feel like it's, mm-hmm. I don't know. Honestly, I think it's yeah. I can't can't make fun of Claire because I do the same thing. I just comment, but I don't share about it. Claire, uh, you do it in secret. Is easily the thing caught. is, you know, people are seeing it. People are seeing it. <laughs> yeah, Claire gets because they're seeing people the. Seeing it. They're well, seeing your TikToks. comments. I'm commenting on all kinds of TikToks. You comment on TikToks? I've what? never commented on a TikTok. Yeah, I like to put good vibes into oh, the TikTok comments because so TikTok, TikTok comments are ruthless. <laughs> yeah. You got And you, you do? Yeah. What do you well, comment when on? I had TikTok I did. <laughs> when you had TikTok, did you quit TikTok? Did you I decide it was TikTok. bad for you? I just was wasting too much time on there. But yeah, Me I would too. I had some comments that got hundreds 
of like wow really? no one ever likes my con i always hope that i'll get one of the really popular comments i need never, we need receipts they never and take off we need I, screenshots. I commented on a tiktok where the girl was like whenever i go and or like prepping myself to go in trader joe's when i know they're gonna ask me what i'm doing this weekend <laughs> and my comment was like i told them i didn't have any plans even though I had a scheduled C-section that weekend, and it got hundreds of likes. <gasps> Whoa! <laughs> wow, that's <laughs> hilarious. Mm-hmm. Can we talk about the fact that you had the Fulm House picture on your um, Christmas card wall? Sure, I did it as a joke, but everyone's <laughs> trying to make it like I was doing it seriously. There was a little; they included like a little thank you note in the bestie box, which is very sweet. And it's like a tiny little square, and I put it up on the Christmas cards. And I thought it would be like a hilarious joke. Like, I thought Dave would be like, who is this? Or, you know, like, but he didn't say anything about it for days. And then Anne, concerned, was like, why do you have the Fulham House people on your wall? I was not concerned. Like, I was was like a loser. And I was like, it's a joke. It was a joke. But no one's (laughs) taking it as a joke. And Dave was like, oh, yeah, I saw that. But I just thought it was like a friend that like of yours that I didn't know. And I was like, okay, wow, this really fell flat. It did not. I thought it would be hilarious. (laughs) I thought it was funny. Claire wasn't there when Anne discovered it. (laughs) Anne was laughing really hard. Oh, good. It was a good joke. Yeah. Okay, well, I feel like mine just pales in comparison to the bestie box, but I have joined Lifetime Fitness, and it's really changed my life. I feel like it's given me purpose. It's, it's <laughs> I don't know, it's just I have somewhere to go in the depths of the gross, ugly winter in Michigan, and I'm able to wash and blow dry my hair without anyone pulling on me or crying at me. I had to avoid the phone call where they try to set up like a personal trainer. You get like one free session with the personal trainer and yeah, they leave a message and be like, hey, we just want to like get this on the books and um, we can talk about like your health goals, your fitness goals and like help you set up a plan and I was like, I can't do this because I'm too embarrassed to say that I'm really just doing this to relax. Mm-hmm. Fitness has nothing to do with it. Yeah. So it doesn't It doesn't even need to really be a gym. It could just be like a locker room and a sauna mm-hmm. with a <laughs> daycare. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. What more could you want? So, yeah, I, I've just been lazing about at the gym and having a grand old time. Do we have time to do a, what we've been watching or should we just – we were going to talk about, yeah. yeah, we'll do a quick one. Well, we've been watching Wednesday. Has anyone hopped on that bandwagon yes. yet? I watched it with mom and dad and they had already watched the first couple episodes and they're telling me about it. They're like, so, and I, I knew it was being made, but I didn't, I just like didn't really know very much about it. And I thought it was animated. I thought it was sort of like a kid's show. And mom was like very earnestly and eagerly explaining like the <laughs> plot of the first couple of <laughs> I thought it was an animated kids show and I was trying to be polite. But I was like, what oh has gosh. happened to my mom? Because she's not, she's like Claire, she's not the type. I'm, I would happily watch an animated kids show, mm-hmm. but like mom would not the just thought on of her mom own. Getting excited about something like that mm-hmm. is really like tragic. It was, it was making me really sad. 
And then when I realized it was live action, I was like, oh, okay, it's, it's okay. But yeah, I, I loved it. Yeah, we haven't, we, uh, I'm about to finish the last episode after we record this. So no spoilers, but, um, but yeah, loving, loving that. Hoping to get around to Matilda. Oh, yeah. Um, has anyone seen too. that yet? So we just started it. We haven't finished it. Um, we watched the original Matilda a couple weeks ago to prepare. And I just love that movie with all my heart. Like, I had not seen it in so long. It was so nostalgic. And it was, you know, kind of intense for my kids that don't even really watch movies because even the most basic, like, Disney movie is too intense. So as I was starting it, I was like, this is probably a bad idea. But um, the older two girls liked it. Molly was a little scared um, at a few parts. She had to, like, run upstairs. Um, (laughs) Understandably, the chokey is, like, very disturbing. (laughs) Yeah, it is very disturbing. Um... But yeah, it's it's so cute. The new one I'm really enjoying so far a lot. It definitely has a different vibe, but I mean, it's a musical, so like it's going to be different. Um, I kind of like the original, how Matilda is a much more like serious and thoughtful little girl versus this one. It seems like she's more kind of like a playful, spunky little girl, which I think fits the vibe more. Um, but I feel like the original is a little more true to like what a child like Matilda would really, it was a little, it's a little more like touching sort of to me. Um, Mm -hmm. but the new one's lots of fun so far. So I'm, I am enjoying it. I'm really excited for the choreography. I saw that TikTok, (laughs) you know, the, the TikTok with the like hip hop song Mm -hmm. behind it. I love that so much, but I'm really excited for all the all the choreo and the new one. Um, and then I watched the Megan and Harry documentary, which I know tested as well because we've been talking. Well, about I started it. it. I need to. I need to finish. Okay, but I mean, there's no great like reveal or anything. It's all stuff we've the the general story we've heard i'm enjoying i enjoyed it a lot i actually enjoyed it a lot more than i thought i would i know everyone's been saying it was like super boring um i'm like what did you really expect like it's (laughs) it's information we already kind of knew i don't really we don't have time to get way into like megan and harry drama i don't really understand why people like despise them so much it's a little strange to me like it's, it's fine if it's, like, oh, maybe, like, you know, Megan's personality rubs you the wrong way or whatever. But, like, I was watching and I'm, like, I'm baffled about why people are just, like, she's a fraud and stuff. And it's just, like, oh, my word. Like, I don't really get it. So, I enjoyed it. I think they both seem like people with genuinely good hearts. And Harry seems very lovely for someone who's been raised in such a strange world. And I also thought Megan's mom was delightful and seems like a great person. And I do think the British media uh, really is horrible. So, sorry. I just said I didn't have time to get into it on Mary. <laughs> I could do a whole episode. But, yeah, I enjoyed it and I felt like it wasn't as boring as everyone said. So, Well, has anyone watched The Glass Onion? No, yes. it's been on our to-watch list. But I really want to. Mm-hmm. Matt and I watched it last night. And it it's like the first time in a while that we've really been like excited for a movie that 
came out and it was really good. Um, I feel like it was just nice and entertaining. Mm-hmm. That's all I want out of a movie is for it to be entertaining. And it was entertaining too through scary. and through. Yeah, it's just like you thoroughly will enjoy watching it. Um, I also feel like sometimes I love a good like murder mystery and sometimes you get to the end and there's just no way you could have picked up on a single clue. And I, I still like that kind, but like this one, it had things that you're like, oh, wait, I noticed that. Like, I, it's just kind of satisfying mm-hmm. when you you could have solved it, you know, or yeah. at least you could have at least <laughs> noticed some of the clues. So I, I thought that was fun. It, yeah, what that that franchise is fun because, yeah, he, he points out at the end, like, here are the clues and it like flashes back and you're like, oh. I love it when a when a mystery feels like I should have yeah I should have known that, and it, it's also I thought it was a very funny like it was set in 2020 and you know it had like the masks and everything but like I knew in 2020 I was like get ready for all the movies uh, you know everyone was waiting for like all mm-hmm. the movies about the pandemic like it's gonna be we're gonna get so sick of like jokes about wearing masks and jokes about Zoom calls and stuff but like. They did a funny job. Yeah, it it. was funny. Yeah. It was very, like, still relevant to, like, today. Mm, Now I'm excited to watch it. I know. I'm very excited. These are good reviews. So last year we had a whole series in January called Follow Through in 2022, which I'm going to be honest, I don't remember, like... (laughs) Yours was about having... (laughs) You were supposed to have more fun, Anne. Do you feel like you had fun? (laughs) I did. (laughs) Okay, cool. I I followed through in 2022. We each chose one goal that we'd been wanting to accomplish and were committed to finally get a handle on this year. Well, this year we don't feel quite as prepared, but we still thought we'd discuss our outlook heading into this new year. Any life lessons you feel like you'll be taking into 2023? I don't know that I learned in 2022. (laughs) (laughs) Some years you're just... Getting through. Just plugging along. Yeah. The year just happened. Mm -hmm. That's a little bit how I felt. I I get really stressed. I don't know why I included this in the script because I hate (laughs) the pressure of like looking back on the year and like trying to like make a summary of like top moments or things like that. I felt like that writing our Christmas card letter this year. I was like, we didn't really have any like big dramatic things happen this year, which I count as a blessing, honestly. Like, I'm like, I'm grateful that it was just like a normal year. So yeah, I feel like this last year was a great one. I don't really have any major like, oh, this is something I'm going to do totally differently this next year. You know, Um, I would like to finish a house project I've started that I thought would be done before Thanksgiving. And then I thought it would be done before Christmas. So now my goal is just to finish it sometime in 2023. Um, Oh, boy. So that's a goal that I'd like to do. (laughs) Um, But yeah, I think for the most part, I'm just excited to like have some fun experiences next year. (laughs) That's all I really have. (laughs) Have more fun. Yeah, that's all I have to say. I do think that have more fun is um, that should have been mine for this year. I did not uh, commit as much to my curly hair routine as 
I had planned, but I did, I did learn a thing or two about my hair, but, um, I think this year my goal is just to have, I'm stealing Anne's. I'm just going to have more fun. I'm going to take things as they come. Had a lot of life changes this year. Mm -hmm. You had a big year. To having a, maybe a calmer year and just enjoying Mm -hmm. all of the, the new things that have happened. Definitely. Yeah. As someone who did achieve my goal this year of having more fun, I think what I learned is a very simple lesson that I guess friends really do enrich your life. We finally made some friends this year in Michigan, and that really greatly contributed to the amount of fun that I had. So I always try to tell myself, you know, when we move somewhere and I haven't made friends yet, I'm like, oh, like, I'm okay. I don't really need friends here. You know, I've got friends that live far away. It's fine. I don't need like friends to hang out with, but that's not really true. I'm just telling myself that I don't know what changes this will, what I'll make of this, but like if I ever move again, which I definitely will at some point, (laughs) I'm like, I need, I need to prioritize making at least one good friend. Um, so yeah, I think I would like to continue to have more and more fun next year. <laughs> mm-hmm. Wow, we're really prioritizing so fun as a group. I love it. Because um, I'm just already on a roll with that. Um, and yeah, I'm just like, I think, you know, how people will like set their intentions for the year. I think that's more like my speed because goals really stress me mm-hmm. out. But. I would like to just be more appreciative of of things, mm-hmm. I guess, like, because I, I really feel like I'm living a good life, and so I just want to have, like, a an appreciative outlook so that I can just, you know, notice all the things that are good. I like that. I... That's great. I actually do feel like... One thing I've really been working on lately that I do want to continue to work on this year is I tend to have this mindset that like, if I could just have a day to like catch up on like tasks, then I could really like be present with my kids or like make plans with friends or invite people over. Like I could kind of do the things that like I want to do. And the reality is that I'm never really going to be caught up. Like, it's just always going to be chaos at this stage of life. So that shouldn't stop me from prioritizing those, like, more enriching life things that I want to do. Because I one thing that was hard this year was I felt like I spend so much time just, like, cleaning up after people. It's, like, the same, like, tasks, like, mm-hmm. over and over. And it's like, okay, well, then I need to put a little more, like, of an effort into creating, like doing fun things with the kids, having people over, making plans, going on weekend trips, like the things that I really want to do, like they're not, I'm never going to be caught up. So I just have to like make those things happen, you know? And the lazy genius just had an episode um, where she talked about the holidays, but I think it applies to the, to just life in general where she's like a saying that helps me is good is here now. And like, you can, even in the midst of like imperfection happening, you can still appreciate what is good as things are right now. Nice. Yeah. That's great. 
I was going to say that's I was going to also reference the Lazy Genius when you were talking about never being caught up because sometimes you just have to invite people in to mm-hmm. your chaotic house and not be embarrassed um, and just let them help you. That's something that's something I my house was so very messy. <laughs> it was shockingly messy after Gwen arrived because we just got home and just everything exploded. Um, but I had so many nice people who came in and brought me meals and hung out with me and cleaned for me. It was just like very nice to just let people in and let people see (laughs) how chaotic my life had become. I did ask a couple of my childless friends if, um, I had scared them out of having a baby because they saw how chaotic my life had become. <laughs> and uh, the answers were mixed. <laughs> so, but um, yeah, I, I agree. You just have to let people, let people in and let experiences in. Okay. Well, we are so excited to be back. It feels refreshing to be back podcasting um and thank you all for sticking with us during our break we hope you had wonderful holidays um we have lots of fun discussions planned for the next few weeks and a giveaway for our 100th episode so stay tuned and please comment please comment (laughs) (laughs) whether it's about fred meyer whether it's about anything anything at all Mm -hmm. we can't promise a bestie box but we can promise our undying gratitude. Okay, let's finish up with weekly wins. I'd like to talk about my Land's End as I'm calling it. Um, <laughs> oh, yes. I recently rediscovered Land's End, and they have made a pretty penny off of me, let me tell you. <laughs> <laughs> but okay, here's the thing everything I've gotten has been such a good price. They always have sales. Everything's always on sale, like deep discount. So I've gotten lots of things there in the past, but it's been a few years. And I I just had like the idea to get, um, you know, those totes, those like canvas totes. Um, mm-hmm. I had the idea to get a canvas tote um, for my mother-in-law for Christmas. And we got, then I was looking at some of the men's bags and we got like a a weekender bag like a more masculine looking one for Matt's dad um and we got them man- monogrammed cuz you know you can't you can't buy something from Lanzan and not get it monogrammed so then i was i was looking around and i saw a tie that i thought Matt would really like and he's been wanting a scarf so i got him a tie and a scarf for christmas i got myself a gigantic canvas tote huge i got the extra large one it is the biggest tote i've ever owned it is the tote of all totes <laughs> it's perfect for a mom on the go it <laughs> it is it is <laughs> and then i was at lifetime fitness with my friend and she had this really cute swimsuit and we we're talking about swimsuits and how it's just hard to find ones that are like really very quality or that fit very well. And she was like, oh, well, I love this one. It's from Land's End. And I was like, oh, I forgot that Land's <laughs> End has swimsuits. And they're like 
high quality, mm-hmm. super cheap. So I <laughs> I just ordered five swimsuits from Land's End. Whoa. Because I didn't know, like, I just, I don't know. I didn't know if they'd be cute. So I just ordered a bunch. I'm not going to keep all five, obviously. I'll return some. But the fact that I could even fi- find five swimsuits from mm-hmm. one store that mm-hmm. I think are all cute um, and that are cheap and high quality, like, that that's pretty amazing. So... I don't know if, you, if if it's been a while for you since you've shopped at Land's End. I recommend taking a look. Yeah, take a second look right now. Yeah, <laughs> I have kind of gotten back into it lately too. They do have good sales, and they do have nice like basic things for kids too, like boots, sandals. Yeah, I've bought a few of their swimsuits. So you know, it's not like the trendiest place, but. For a classic, High classic people. Pieces. Yeah, exactly. You can't beat it. I was surprised at the selection of swimsuits. They had something for everyone mm-hmm. because I I thought the five that I ordered were surprisingly youthful. And then they had <laughs> some for more like older ladies. They had a ton of really cute like plus size swimsuits. And I was like, they're... Yeah, they have a good everyone, selection everyone of sizes. Here. Yeah, that's very true. Mm-hmm. Um, well, my weekly win is... Uh, Related to letting people in, we had a sweet friend offer to come and show us how to make focaccia bread this week, which was very fun and um, delicious, and I'd never made it before. And um, we ate it tonight. That's that's the win. It was delightful. <laughs> it was way easier than my sourdough. And also, I think a little less prone to like the emotional ups and downs, which sometimes you just don't want to have an emotional roller coaster with your bread. You know, you just want something, you want a utilitarian loaf that's going to come out. It's got a nice crunch. Um, so yeah, it's, I, I, I sense a lot of, uh, focaccia, focaccia, (laughs) focaccia. Nope. In our future. Wow. Well, I have a triple win. Um, So my first one is olives as a snack. Um, (laughs) For Christmas, I was gifted. We were gifted some little packets of olive olives like as this like portable. Portable? <laughs> what am I saying? <laughs> like like to-go pack? packs, snack packs of like Kalamata and green olives. And they were so tasty. And so I've really gotten, I've hopped on the bandwagon of just eating lots of olives as mm. a snack. Um, my second one is that we had, um, we just went over to um, this couple in our ward invited us over for dinner last night and we went over and they had an uni pizza oven that they had just gotten for christmas and the pizza was so good and it was just so exciting they said we can come over and use their pizza oven anytime we want which i don't know if i i would ever be brave enough to just be like hey can i come Mm -hmm. eat dinner at your house and make and bring my own pizza dough and toppings but um it's just very exciting to have friends uh, with that kind of connection. It's true. Imagine um, having friends that own an uni. At your age, your early 20s? At our age. 
It's not they're, right. Yeah, they're our age. I know. It's pretty fantastic. Especially since we don't live near any kind mm-hmm. of mod pizza or any any kind of good wood-fired pizza place. And then my third one is that I get to go to a formal dance in like a week and a half. Ooh, very excited. What? Um, or maybe it's in two and a half. I don't know. I'll keep you guys posted, but I found my dress. I'm very excited. Um, it was $30 because I got it on deep, deep discount from Bohm. I never oh, know yeah. what I'm saying. Who knows? Um, Bohme. Um, <laughs> but... <laughs> I'm just so excited. The theme is K Vegas, which I think is just like Kirksville Vegas. What? what? <laughs> oh K Vegas. Oh my god! <laughs> and word. I'm just, I'm so excited. You're living my dream. <laughs> Are you bringing little Gwen? Everybody loves a formal dance. It's true. Uh, no, we're leaving her with mom. Oh yeah, mom will be there. Oh, it's that's perfect so timing. fun. Wow, that'll be a blast. Yeah, I'm thrilled. Much like Anne has been having a. What did you a Land's End sans? Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I've been having a Chipotle sans. Mm-hmm. Um, so people have been having opinions about me and Chipotle. Look, I know it's not a new restaurant. It's been around for a long time. People have grown sick of it. I never used to eat at Chipotle. And then in the last year, I'm obsessed with Chipotle. It's all I think about. It's all I talk about. I love it. I love Chipotle so much. It's my favorite. It's my favorite restaurant. And what? I think I've had it probably twenty times or thirty times in the last quarter. No, I, no food poisoning. No. Wow. I don't. Do you That's do like the odds. the online order where you order not you order nachos or a kids meal or something and then you they do nachos if you order online. I, d- I don't know. There's some kind of hack where you can get. I gotta figure that just out. Tons of food um, for like mm-hmm. five dollars. No, I don't order online because if you go in person, they put so much sour cream in it. <laughs> so much sour cream. People don't. I feel like people don't. They don't believe me or they think like, oh, she just means a lot of sour cream. No, I'm not (laughs) kidding. One time, I think I had a full cup of sour cream. Like an actual cup of sour cream. (laughs) And like, it's impossible to, like, it can't be folded. I think I've maybe talked about this on the podcast before because I'm, I, it's all I talk about Chipotle, but they just cut sort of fold it in half and then just like shove it in foil because it's so much sour cream and a lot of people say that doesn't sound very good <laughs> and <laughs> maybe actually maybe it doesn't sound very good but i would eat it if you had mm-hmm. it you would understand it's mm-hmm. so so good it's so good and if you order online they just put a regular amount of sour cream but if you go in person and you're looking at them mm-hmm. they put on a ton of sour cream because they know the people want it yeah. The people want the sour cream. It's so much. Grace, so much. did you know the little building going in by our house is a new concept yes, I did. drive-through? Yeah, it's a um what were they calling it online? A Yeah, it's only a drive-through. You can't go in. I'm excited. I'm a little I'm a little hesitant. 
But I mean, I'm just grateful there's something convenient. The the next one closest to us is always well. Just I don't know. Are they going to give me a lot of sour cream if I can't? Oh, it's so true. Can I look through the window? You know, it's like how am I going to (laughs) know? It just seems risky, and it also seems like the line's going to be really long if it's a drive-through Chipotle. Who knows? Can you order? I think can you order, or is it a only online orders? Oh, great question. No idea. Time will tell. But, I mean, I'm excited to have a, a another quick option close by. If Chipotle were next, like, very, very close to me, because it's close-ish, mm-hmm. but it's not it's not nearly close enough. If there were a Chipotle within, like, five minutes, it would be game over. Mm-hmm. I'd be there every day. Yeah. It's... What would the game be over? Like, why is it just over? Just, like... Just... Just budget. Mm-hmm. Just, like, budget out the window. <laughs> Just carnitas every single day. Yeah. I only order carnitas hmm. because I don't well, like their chicken and carnitas is the next cheapest thing. I have been avoiding Chipotle um, ever since they ruined my 15-year puke-free streak. Mm-hmm. Um, oh. But I don't know. The sour cream is a drop. <laughs> it's really good. Yeah. I, might, I might have to I have no such Chipotle streak, game. obviously, but... <laughs> um, I would just say don't get very much produce on your stuff. And yeah, that's your problem. That's what I do. Okay, yeah. Yeah, nothing fresh. Okay, I think that wraps it up for this week. Thanks so much for listening. Be sure to subscribe to our show and visit our website, hopculturepod.com. We'll also be popping up on Instagram throughout the week, so follow Hop Culture Pod for more fun. See you next week. 